I'm Cynthia Koffel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number eight. Okay, well, last week, we talked about adverse childhood experiences and how they can affect your physical and mental health. And they can affect that for the rest of your life. And so I really hated leaving us on that note. But um, I didn't want to make the episode too long. And I know that if there's too much information, it just gets really confusing. And I want these episodes to be short enough that you get a topic and you it gives you some time to really let it sink in. I know in the podcasts that I listen to, I kind of like it when they don't put a lot of information in it at once. So that's why I did that. So I hope um, it wasn't too stressful over the last week as you thought about kind of the heaviness of all of that. Because um, today I'm going to talk to you about resilience. And so I want, um, this is like the, the better news about um, what we talked about. One thing I want to uh, remind you about from last week, if you are experiencing abuse or neglect, please find adults in your life that can help you, support you, and help you to decide what to do next. You should not tolerate that ever from anyone. So please, if last week when we talked about those things, you're experiencing abuse and neglect, I want you to make sure you're getting help. The sooner you can get help, the sooner you can start healing from those experiences. And that's what this podcast is about is healing from things. Okay, so today we are talking about resilience. And a definition of resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's also the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, elasticity. If you are resilient, if you had experienced any of those adverse childhood experiences, then you would be able to spring back or overcome the things that have happened and still have a happy, healthy adult life. If you remember the episode we had about brain science and we used um, Dr. Siegel's hand model and we had like a visual of where the different parts of the brain were. Um, and we talked about the brain stem, the limbic system, the amygdala, the cortex and the prefrontal cortex. And I mentioned that the amygdala and that was our thumb was the amygdala, if you remember, and it was in like we had that in the center of your palm before you put your fingers over it. And that the amygdala is your panic button or the alert button. So our brain is pre-programmed with a fight, flight, or freeze system. And this is a life-saving part of our brain and we can't control it. So if we were walking down a trail and a bear jumped out of the bushes our brain is going to react so quickly by putting chemicals into our brain so we can get into action. So the chemicals might 
help us to run away, which is the flight part of that system. It might help us to get strong and active, and that's the fight part of the system. Or it might help us to play dead, which is the freeze part of the system. And sometimes we call these chemicals stress hormones, adrenaline, cortisol. You've probably heard some of those words before. Um, And those are the chemicals that have saved our lives for centuries. We definitely need these. And the system is something that um, helps us stay alive in many different situations, dangerous ones, but also others. This system also can come into play even when we're just stressed and you are a human being and human beings, all every single human being in the world experiences stress at times. And some stress is even good for us. Um, If you think about exercising or like lifting weights, especially you're putting stress on your muscles and bones, but that's actually good because it helps build up your muscles to be stronger. It helps build up your bones to be stronger. And that's exactly what emotional stress can do with us in small amounts. So emotional stress that's in small amounts, and we have supportive, loving, encouraging adults in our life, then that stress can help us be stronger emotionally. But sometimes when we're experiencing those adverse childhood experiences, and then we might not live in a home where there are healthy, trusted adults, we don't have anyone to help us like regulate ourselves. And we don't have anyone helping us to learn how to be comforted and how we can regulate ourselves. And so that's when those chemicals just keep flooding through our brain all the time, instead of calming down and going away as they're supposed to do. And when that happens, and when those chemicals keep flowing through our brains at higher rates, then our brain is not working properly. Because in order for those chemicals to flow through our brain quickly, if you remember that hand model again, When our prefrontal, our prefrontal cortex and our cortex, remember that was our fingernails and our, and our fingers. If we, if we pick those up and look at our thumb again, which was the amygdala, we talked about that being flipping our lid. And that means that our brain is not working together as it's supposed to for higher level thinking and higher level learning. And so when those chemicals are flowing through our brain all the time and we're not being comforted and we're not calming down, then our brain can't work at its greatest capacity. And so then we can't concentrate on things and we can't learn new concepts. And it's hard for us to have healthy relationships with people because you have to have all of those parts working together to have all of those things. So that's why we're talking about this today and how, how can we get our brain back to resting mode or calm mode. Our brains and bodies want to heal themselves. And so no matter how much stress and trauma you've experienced, or even how old you are. So I know that my audience is young people, but I know sometimes parents might listen to this or even some of my adult friends, if they're that interested in hearing what I have to say. And so no matter even your grandparents, people 
at any age can learn to train their brain to heal itself. And I want you to, this podcast, everything we do in this podcast is going to help you to train your brain to heal itself. But um, I'm going to give you some additional ideas today on how to do that. One of them, uh, one of the things to help you heal and train your brain is to have trusting relationships with adults. Now, hopefully those trusted adult relationships live in your home. That's the ultimate um, trusting adults to have is the ones that live with you every day because you can go to them, ask them questions. They can help you with things. They can support you and encourage you. But sometimes people don't live in a home where there are trusted adults. And even if you live in a house where there are no trusted adults, every single person can find trusted adults anywhere in your life, especially if you go to school, because the people that work in your school work there because they love kids and they want to help kids and they want them to have the best lives that they can have. So you could really go to any adult in your school and say, I need help regulating my emotions, or I need help with some of the things that are happening in my life. And maybe if that person you go to can't help you, they will help you find a person who will. So please, um, be looking for those trusted adults, but they also can be extended family members. So maybe you have grandparents, aunts and uncles, an adult cousin. Um, There's all sorts of people in an extended family. And sometimes those adults can be trusted adults. Sometimes they're your neighbor who lives across the street from you or lives down the road from you. Sometimes it's um, a coach, or maybe you're in 4-H and it's the 4-H leader, or it's somebody at your church. If you go to church, there are so many adults in the world that want to help you. So please um, develop a trusting relationship with an adult, because that's one of the ways to help train and heal your brain. Another thing is to identify, understand, and feel your emotions. And that's exactly what this podcast is about. We've been working on that since episode one, um, how you can start looking at your thoughts, doing those thought downloads and, um, thinking about what thoughts would you like to change using ladder thoughts? All of those things can help you to regulate your emotions and also to develop a positive attitude or outlook on your life. And I feel like when you do the thought work, it automatically then starts giving you a positive attitude and outlook on your life. So those are the things that we've been working on this podcast. So you can heal from those things that are happening. I'm going to give you an example of the positive attitude or outlook on life. So girl number one has adequate parents and upbringing, but she hates where she lives. She doesn't think anyone understands her, and she is desperately looking for attention in any way she can find it. She realizes that when she drinks alcohol, people pay attention to her. And if she gives attention to boys, they love it and they give her attention back. She likes to cause trouble in school because being a class clown or um, being disruptive in the class gets her more attention. And people start believing that she is who she's showing herself to be. And that is as a really wild teenager, out of control person. She starts to believe that she needs this attention to 
feel better and continues this behavior and she gets herself into hurtful and dangerous situations. Some of these situations were boys and men sexually assaulting her and it hurts her, but she keeps going back for more because she feels she deserves it. So because of her actions, she was getting in, in situations where um, there were open opportunities for things to happen to her. And that's why she felt like she deserved it. She drinks too much and continues to feel worse and worse about herself. She meets a man who is able to keep her under control. And because she doesn't feel that she can control herself, she welcomes those rules and they actually make her feel safe. She has never had anyone show love to her before in that way where they continue to want to take care of her. And so she is in love with this person and she marries him at 19 years of age. She has a family with him, but ultimately she gets divorced because neither of them can come to terms with all of the baggage that she brought into this marriage. She leaves and starts a new life. Girl number two has adequate parents and upbringing, and she knows how lucky she is for the parents she got. She has friends and she enjoys her life and she meets a man right after high school. And even though she had plans to leave her hometown, she is so in love with him and she decides to stay. She continues with college and she marries him and she helps him raise his son and they have a daughter together. She loves this family so much, but she wants a shared partnership with her husband. She doesn't, he doesn't want that because he likes the relationship the way it is. He likes that he makes the rules and he guides her and he feels like she needs that in order to be successful. She stays in that marriage for 19 years because she really wants it to work But in the end, she realizes that she will never be free until she leaves. She moves away and starts a new life and enjoys it as a free person who can decide for herself how to live it. She meets the most wonderful man and is crazy about him to this day. Both of these girls had adequate parents and upbringing. It all started out the same. But how they tell their story is what makes their story different. And one thing that I want you to know about these differences is that both of these girls are me. Girl one is me telling my story from the victim's point of view, all of the bad things that happened to me and look at all these bad things and look at all these terrible results that it created. But girl number two is me telling my story from the hero's point of view what we focus on in our lives grows. So if I focused on all the bad things and I would have stayed in that mode, I think I would have a terrible life right now because the terrible thinking would cause terrible results. But over the years, I realized that those things that happened to me and those experiences that I didn't like have made me into who I am. And I had wonderful things happening to me along the way. And if I would have only focused on the bad, I would have missed out on all that beautiful stuff that happened. And even though I would not wish 
anyone to be sexually assaulted. I would never want that to happen to anyone. I wouldn't take that away from my life because it has made me a better teacher. It has made me a better counselor. It's made me a better wife. It's made me a better mom because I can look at life in a different way because I have a different perspective. And so I want you to think about how no matter what terrible things have happened to you, how can you tell your story from the hero's point of view? And so your, your activity this week is I want you to send me your hero's story. I want you to write to me about how you've overcome so many things and how you are going to do amazing things with your life. I can't wait to hear these stories. I'm very excited about that. And I hope you are also continuing to do all the work um, that we've already been working on because you need to be doing thought work every day to get used to it and to be good at it. And so I hope that you are um, working on thought downloads and you are looking at thoughts you want to change and using ladder thoughts. And if you haven't started doing that, go back to the show notes for those episodes and look at those activities and start doing them because it really can make a difference. And it's really part of this healing your brain. So uh, please look at that and see what you can do about that. I am so glad that you joined me today. Um, I just get so excited about thinking about these episodes and talking to you. And, and I hope that this relationship helps you. Um, if you don't have a trusted adult relationship in your life, that this one can start to make you feel safe. So you're willing to branch out and have a face to face relationship with someone that's adult that can help you. Um, please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, because it will help people find us. And I think that this is such important information for everyone to have. So every day we get to decide what our thoughts are going to be. So choose wisely. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts. Podcasts.